2: I'm laughing before we start but I'm gonna say it so uh, hello and welcome once again to the leads that podcast I'm Paul and I'm joined by James hello and Rocco hello how are we doing guys very good yeah I'm I'm pretty pretty good actually pretty good actually I'm laughing because uh, of some feedback that you received on Twitter today <laughs> what did he say uh I want to get get the wording right. It's important. Get a grip, you absolute mong. Deactivate your account whilst you're at it. So you said, do you know what you're so angry about? And he said, you and your dead podcast, you clown. (laughs) 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 He's he's got a point, bless him. What did you do so much to upset Rocco's dad? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think people can take sarcasm, can they? i have always thought to be fair it is really hard on on a text message or like my sister can't detect any kind of tone within messaging and stuff so i just try to avoid talking to her seems the easiest way but there's been a few instances smythe fell victim to this last week didn't he Hmm. people are so sensitive (laughs) it's just crazy yeah, but looking at that guy, basically he's back to Jesse, Mann and Jesse, Mann, Jesse Marsh and he calls him his man. And uh, anything anybody says, he manages to find, he must have like a, a filter for the word Marsh. And anytime anyone, or, or Bielsa or something, and anytime everyone types it, he's got to get in to get his angle across. Anyways, enough on that. There's been all sorts going on in the League United world in the last week or so since we recorded. All sorts. We've got a kit. We've uh, witnessed, I was going to say child abuse, but that seems a bit strong, but and I'll stick with it. McGinn violated Archie Gray, but turned out that it was okay. I don't know how strong of words you can say. No, I'm violated. Um, and then we play Crystal Palace. It's all gone off. Have we sold Rafinha since we last? Yeah, I think we have, actually. Blimey. Mm
0: well wow. the, All these Brazilian players didn't even stick around for the hottest day of the year, did they? Signed
2: Sonny Perkins on the hottest day of the year. That was um, ironic. Leads that. Uh clutching a little bit there, I would say. But uh well, <laughs> right, let's go through it.
0: It sound does sound like a rad's thing, doesn't it? He's like, I've got a feeling we're gonna have a heat wave. Let's wheel Sonny out on that day. <laughs> PR. I don't think they made the most of
1: it there. I don't think they made anything of it. I think the the pun just completely slipped by until i've just mentioned it unless i'm full of myself and it's it's not like i reckon
2: you're the only person who's ever said that
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not like a pun usually misses them by i mean they really
2: cashed in on the whole costa coffee thing when costa uh, signed for us anyway it's gone quiet i I was trying to i was trying to think very quickly of a costa pun that we could do for his exit because obviously decaf decaffeinated that's what that's what andy said every time he played (laughs) every time I feel it was a very decaffeinated performance (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my dad called him cost a lot which I thought was good nice one David Dean he's he doesn't seem like to be a kind of um, a player that we're going to get recoup what we uh, sold unlike Jack Harrison who uh, you know Newcastle wants to give us 18 million which doesn't add up to the fees that we've paid for loans or the purchase over the last few years so, as we're going in random orders, what's your take on that? I don't know. I, I feel like it's one that might get real, actually. I
1: don't think... Like, I didn't read too much into Harrison's comments when he said, let's see. I, I think that was just sort of something he said off the cuff and probably regretted instantly. But, um, yeah, let's see. If Newcastle stumped up 35 million, they might take it. I wouldn't don't want them that. to, I don't think. But, yeah, I think... That, you know, he's worth. I'm not saying he's worth more than that, but... I'm just, I, I just don't want any more unknown youngsters from abroad. <laughs> like, Harrison's
2: one of the few players that we know what we're going to get from. So, yeah, I, I hope we keep him. Uh, so, the kit was launched and then it was played in. So, are we unanimous, unanimously in favor of the new kit?
0: Yes. I, well, I love the new kit dearly.
2: When, when's it available for purchasing? <laughs> End of, of August, it? did they say? Really. I, I think, think it's so. end, I think it's end of August, yeah. Why are we so bad at it? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's every single summer it's the same. Like a lot of teams
1: release their kits they wear it on the last day of the season, don't they? Like what, what have we been again? doing?
2: What uh people want to wear this new shirt. <laughs> what? Oh, well, they better make sure that they've got at least 11 available. <laughs> it, it's not even like we've
1: changed sponsors either. So, I mean we've changed sleeve sponsor. Um yeah. Seems mad. I don't know.
0: There's a few people uh, who are dissatisfied with the yellow. I disagree. I think the yellow matches the like admiral yellow on the tracksuits from 72, doesn't it? So I think it's I think it's great. It's a great yeah. nod. A great 50-year nod to the 1972 final. Brilliant I like, stuff. I
1: like the shade of blue as well. It's, um, you know, people have complained about that, but I don't think there is like a correct Leeds United shade of blue anyway. I think... You know, it's,
2: it's, it's just a bit dark, but I like it. I think it looks good. So we're saying people have complained about the shade of blue, the shade of yellow. People have complained about the font of the like the embossed kind of LUFC throughout it. Mm-hmm. Has anyone complained about the shade of white? <laughs> no, they've fucking absolutely nailed that one. <laughs> You've got to give it to the club. They, they get the big things right. <laughs> to be fair
0: there are a lot of whites according to farrow and ball well is this the
2: right white i'd say say it's a lovely white unanimous so that leads me on to my next question then did you get up at half five in the morning to watch the game in australia on sunday the uh, aston vanilla game i got up at quarter to
1: six so i missed the first 10 minutes yeah it was really annoying wasn't it it was just like Filler were just crazy. I mean, yeah, I blame the ref, um, but Filler were just like ridiculous. Some of the, you know, even before the Archie Gray one, the one that really annoyed me was there was one on uh, Dan James. It was like a clash of knees. The guy just left his knee in there. Ah, ridiculous in a friendly.
2: They kind of knew what they were doing with it, which was, and it felt like an instruction by Gerard, but. So many Villa fans on uh, social media have said that we're crying about it to the point where, and, and that it was 50-50 and that we were as bad and as dirty as them. And then you get into a bit of a playground thing. I was like, well, you started it. <laughs> they they believe Bamford started it because they still have a lot of grief against Bamford, which may be... Was there any... Uh, what about the performances? Who stood out for you in the... Uh, in the Aston Villa game. Did anyone shine? Um, well, Mellier, Um,
1: that's safe to say. Brilliant save. that. Obviously, the penalty save. I think the rebound was just terrible by Coutinho, if I'm honest. But, um, you know, spread himself well. He got up quickly. Um, but then just after that, the save from Watkins was just fantastic.
2: Um, so, yeah, big up, Ilan. I love it when people say, well, VAR would have had that penalty retaken. Like VAR would have said that it hit his chest. <laughs> so uh, let's just forget VAR in this instance and say what we saw. I thought Dan James was good. Dan Dan James has impressed me in in preseason, definitely. Because he's not playing up front, he's actually <laughs> he's, he's actually able
0: to do the job that he was bought to do. Uh, but I think I just think he'll be good. I've said it all along. I think he'll be good. He'll come good this season. So all you haters, leave him alone. Well, I was just going to speculate that he um, mishit his goal in the, in the first.
1: <laughs> I think he was going for the far post and he just sliced it and, uh, and it went in the near post.
2: Am I being harsh? And ironically, today, Rodrigo was going for the near post and put it out for a throw-in. <laughs> oh, dear.
0: Maybe he thought someone was injured. He was just...
2: <laughs> being really like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Lovely man. So uh, I think Je- Jesse seemed really happy with the defeat on Sunday. <laughs> like the the intensity of his players and getting the fitness, getting the minutes in, and having competitive games um, is what, and being there or thereabouts is what he feels pre-season's all about. Um, so, what do you think you learn more from that kind of game, where it's probably closer to a Premier League? That's probably the the game where it's been our kind of 11 against the kind of Premier League 11 because even today's draw, that wasn't anywhere like a, a team that you would play and it was on a surface that I would don't think you'd play on. It was pathetic. Um, and then you've got the Blackpool game where they didn't compete. So is, is the Aston Villa game the kind of game that is the most useful for us of those fixtures?
0: It doesn't feel like any of them are true to life. I think it's just all about getting game timing and getting minutes, isn't it? I think the the, the next home game pre to Wolves is is the one really, isn't it? That's kind of closest to reality. Yeah, it's it's just all about getting fit. I quite like listening to Dorigo and Beckford on commentary because they're like well-versed from a player's point of view in preseason, season and they, and they say that, you know, it is just about getting the minutes. You can't read too much into it. It's about getting used to systems and all that kind of stuff. So I just think... People just, you know how it is, people panic when we lose in pre-season, but then it's brilliant when we win. I think everyone's just nervous at the wholesale changes at Leeds United and whether Jesse Marsh could do it this season and it all spills into Twitter. But I think, you know, we'll, I think we'll be all right, but I think don't read too much into it. It's just, they're just getting fit and used to one another. You
2: say it's not true to life, but for sure got injured today <laughs> and Rodrigo missed a sit. So I think it's... Uh,
0: and our, and our new our newest player, Sinistero, with his debut pulling up with a hamstring as well. So yeah.
1: I would say um, you know, a lot of people get upset when people, you know, judge preseason friendlies. <laughs> um and sort of within reason, like you know, under Bielsa, I wouldn't have taken any you know, any criticism for a pre-season friendly, I just wouldn't have accepted it. Um but at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> people are gonna talk about the match they've just watched and yeah. you know they can only give you know, the opinion of what they see and, um, you know, it's fair game, you know, we've, we've got to talk about it and, you know, yeah, like I say, it may well all be different um, come the start of the season and it is just fitness. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you can still make a, you know, you can still make a judgment on what you're seeing and how the tactics are working and, and the shortcomings of them. Let's, like, I'd, yeah, I, I am worried. Um, I hope it's it's going to click into gear, but, um, you know, we just, we've
2: just we not been creating chances, have we? I forgot this, I forgot this, and this is the main thread. There was a lot of positivity on Sunday, despite the defeat, and you are in a little lone boat out in the sea, being really, really worried. I would say since then, tons of people were worried about today's performance against Crystal Palace's children. So you've been joined. Your negativity has been like a magnet and it's sucked in (laughs) all these other naysayers who are getting to the point where by cavalry game, you'll be this massive snowball full of despair at the bottom of a hill ready to destroy a town. I hadn't even heard my uh, grievances though. It was, I yeah,
1: don't know what's up. We'll hear
2: them. I'm <laughs> sure we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. So what was wrong today? Um, I don't know. I just, I just, the thing that
1: I'm worried about is that I, I just, the philosophy, I don't trust the philosophy is the main thing. Um, you know, we've seen at Man United, it fail um, I'm, I don't know I mean at the same time it worked quite well at Brentford I, I just I don't feel comfortable with with slagging it off but I'm just worried because you know we've gone from one very specific way of playing um, that was very successful for us apart from when we didn't have our very best players to a com- you know, completely opposite very specific unique way of playing um, that no one else seems to do let's, let's hope it works but I don't know it, it doesn't seem to be working so far but you know, like I say, I, I don't feel comfortable being negative about preseason, so I'm, I'm happy to uh, let my concerns just fly by and see what happens
2: against wolves. James, do you, um, can you explain to me the merits of the system that we're playing? Have you, have you seen anything different in the preseason games that we didn't see in the 12 games? at the end of last season
0: because yeah, when, when you think back to those 12 games we were sh- so shaky for a lot of it and we do feel sturdier than we have before now I don't know whether that's a system thing or whether it's a personnel thing it, it's more personnel being used to that system I would probably say but I, d- I think the main thing really is like with, with Bielsa and this is why it worked for a long period of time and then why it ultimately didn't was that he had his system and, and that was kind of it and in the Premier League, I get the feeling that you do have to adapt to your opponent more um, and you have to kind of set up to sort of counter them and then bring your system into it on top of it. I do think Marsh is savvy enough to realise that you can't just keep doing something that isn't going to work and he will set up to just try and beat teams, you know, and that's what happened against Brentford. Like we said, you know, he, he stopped paying, playing the penis formation and we started playing a bit wider and and it paid off for us, so... Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not really concerned. I think. I. I genuinely think we'll be all right. I think uh, my dad said a good point that the squad this season will be
1: stronger than what was available for m- the majority of last season, and I think
0: that's right. He is right. I, I. I completely agree. That's the whole point, isn't it? It's like we were reliant on two players. One. One of those players was injured for most of the season. The other one didn't really play well for a lot of it. Despite him being exceptional, but when those two have gone, it's giving us chance to balance out the whole team and not just be reliant on one, one or two
2: people. You know, it's a team effort much now, isn't it? So, of those people that we brought in, what have you seen from them that makes you uh, feel positive for the new season? Tyler Adams is an angry bastard. That was justified though. Like, yeah, uh, I love it. How you, how you stood <laughs> on his leg. Oh yeah, I love it. Like, it's brilliant. Oh, and you love it because it was like watching Prime Jimbo. Like, like oh, here we go. <laughs> the red mist descended. This is what he this is, is what, an angry man.
0: This is what happens when uh, VAR isn't around. You know, gives them all chance to, uh, you know, unleash their demons.
2: It's because <laughs> I read on the B- BBC text because I, I was just because tra- they were making comments on the game and I was trying to see if it matched up to what I felt about. It. It said something like. Tyler Adams has uh, gone gone in on. Are you? I was like, yeah, but but like there is a reason that he that he did that. My biggest gripe with today's game was that I paid four ninety nine to the club for it, and it was available for free on YouTube. Devastated. What they put it on YouTube, or it was just on YouTube? It was hosted. No, it was legit hosted on YouTube by someone in Australia, I think. So <laughs> well, yeah. completely mugged off by that. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I bought the pass and didn't really think oh, I'm off to the last game anyway. Why have I done that?
2: Where are you yeah. sitting? Have you got uh, your own seats or West stand. Are you <laughs> going, Rocco? You'll be going. You love that kind of stuff.
1: It's, funnily enough, um, I was thinking about going in the West stand to sit, sit near Jesse and watch him in action. But I don't know. I'm, I'm away all next week um, with work, so I might not get authorisation to, uh, to be out on Sunday as well. Oh. Six o'clock kickoff, isn't it? She's is weird. It's a weird.
0: weird
2: one, yeah, definitely.
0: I'm going, take then, my, I'm going to take my blanket sitting in the west
2: end and a flask. It's not going to be sold out, surely, is it? I'm hoping no. to be able to make a late decision. They reserve the right to open further stands based upon the demand, and still manage to have queues on the uh, on the system <laughs> for people unable to get tickets. That's something that yeah, uh, classic lead got my season ticket through today
1: that was nice to my uh, apple wallet you all set up okay yeah funnily enough i found some um, i found, found some old season tickets from the 90s and uh, the colors of the season tickets if there was twitter around in those days people would have been going mad like green purple <laughs> yeah, yeah you
2: have any, of... uh, any vouchers left
1: uh, there were some Kenko vouchers in there. One one pound with a Toblerone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant offer! that.
1: There's some some reserve matches as well. You obviously could go to
2: reserve games with your with your vouchers. I love the fact that we've gone digital. We've gone through an entire like era of plastic cards, and there's still some people that are furious that we're still not with a little booklet that you rip your tickets out of. <laughs> I would uh, take that. I would probably pay I more for that. that. I think. There was, there was a lot to be said for having like mementos and like it, that was part of the excitement. You got to the game and you saw which number they hung up on the thing and uh, that's something people will never have. Programmes are going to go uh, online as well, aren't they? That'd be sad. What, all of them? Well,
1: it's sort of, yeah, moving that way. A lot of clubs are scrapping physical programmes and you like you can't have ticket collections anymore. <laughs> I know it's pretty sad to have one,
2: but it's it's good looking back on all the matches you went to. I've kept all mine. Yeah. Ticket collections, stamp collections. <laughs> what, you know, that's what I put on I'm in an email if we can't stick a stamp on it. Oh, dear. What's the world coming to? To be fair, I'm an email collector as well. Oh, yeah, I've got thousands of them. Don't you worry. <laughs> Tyler Adams, angry. You like it. Christensen? Um, he's not shown too much for me so far. I, I don't think he,
1: at the moment, looks an improvement on... Uh, on top four mailing, but
0: um, yeah, very early. I, I, I'm sure he'll be absolutely fine. I think he looks good. I think he's he's into play with like midfield, and yeah, I think he's I think he's been good. He gets but, very forward. Like that's just one thing I like about the tactics is that, yeah, how how far
1: forward he does get. He, you know, he's always involved uh, we, right at the top of the pitch.
0: We almost need a double of him on the left, don't we? Firpo can get forward, but then defensively. Mm.
2: Uh, not so sure and uh, Rocco you had a little outburst about Forshaw earlier who yeah. had to be substituted for Rocco so I think you're scapegoating Rocker at the moment yeah yeah massively uh, I'm Foreshore all the way uh,
1: now I, I did point out that f- pass from Forshaw to James for James's goal in the first match was absolutely delightful and no one mentioned it but
2: if Rocker would have done that, everyone would
1: have been all over it. So yeah, justice for for
2: sure. He's going to struggle again by the looks of it. Will he ever be fit enough to play 20, 30 games in a row? Do we, Is he good enough? Is that what who we want, playing 20, 30 games in a row? I don't think we'll know because I don't think we'll like. I don't think you can make a judgment because I don't think we're going to get a chance to see it. Seems like all of
1: them are the same. I'd attempted tempted to go back over Marsh's matches and obviously Else's before that, but it seems like under Marsh it's actually got worse. But I can't think of a game where we haven't picked up an injury in the match. Apart from the games where we actually had someone sent off, the Arsenal and Chelsea games. Um, it's just been ludicrous, like for so long, just injuries every game.
2: So I heard Bryn saying that Basically, Bamford's still injured, but has special shoes now. Is that
0: uh, like orthopedic is... shoes?
2: Yeah. He's got one of them niggly injuries that may never fully heal. So they've just fixed his shoes up for him, put some special soles in them. That's mad, isn't it? Did either of you hear that? No. Yeah, he was saying that in the first half today about, uh, but it was like, this isn't what we want to see Bamford on the deck. And then went into talking a little bit around. I think I paraphrased a lot, but uh, yeah, there, there is the fact that he has an injury or maybe it's a lifelong kind of thing where we don't really know how you would ever fully heal heal the foot and um, therefore we try and adapt we mitigate for it and get him through as much as you can and try and get the best out of him we need we need another striker don't we (laughs) yeah that's what that says yeah it's like we've sellotape the other one together
0: so we probably need one that's a full reel of sellotape but Joffy looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, fantastic. It's like does he ha- has he had a bad game for us? Really, like he ha- he has like a few moments where you know he plays the wrong pass or whatever, but he always looks like he's going to create and cause problems. And it's like we need we need that up top because more often than not the passes aren't coming off and we're we're in- we're in that final third. So yeah, I d- I, th- I hope he gets plenty of game time because he's very useful. Well, something that I, mean, I worry about really if we do sign another forward. You know what does it mean? Because it does
1: seem like Jesse's set on the four-two-three-one. I don't think he's played four-two-two-two-two.
2: Yeah, has he? That's a lot of twos. But that is the
1: one thing. You know, again, like under Bielsa, we couldn't have had three top strikers because you know it just they wouldn't get played enough unless they all got injured. But with Marsh, yeah, at least we have the option now. If, you know, if we have two strikers in form, we can play them. But
2: yeah,
1: I, I think Gelhart needs to be playing a lot this season. He's one of our best players at the end of the day.
2: I, th- I think they still see him as that lethal 30-minute second half. sub, so. mm. And more so for a game where, you, where you're chasing it or trying to turn it around. I don't think he's going to come on. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully he gets his his chance to shine and not just in games where it's going to be difficult for him to show what he's doing, um, where we're relying on him because that isn't the best situation for people of his age and talent bracket, because we're putting a lot on him. We're not asking him to go out and do it from the start when it's a level pegging kind of game. We're saying, we need you. Come on, sort it out already. So yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Any other takeaways from pre-season? We do still have one, one more game, but our our tour in Australia. We're glad they went. Mm, do you think it's contributing to the injury? It's the long uh, travel? Well, I think the pitch did today. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just looks shocking.
0: It could. Um, the tra- traveling is especially like that distance it's it's knackering it's tiring like men- mentally and physically it's just exhausting isn't it and it can't help but i said it before other clubs have done the same as well uh you know I've traveled all over and they're probably experiencing the same or same or similar issues to us so is what it is but yeah let's just do some like european ones next time or go to the us east
2: coast that's fairly close yeah mm-hmm. just just over the over the way there, Hop Over Island. There, you're basically there. Exactly. A lot of people still not sold on Lorente, but I'm I'm a fan of the Cock and Lorente combo. What about you guys?
1: Yeah, I think there, there is there has been times where I've thought we have been a bit exposed for a lack of pace between them, but. Happy to give it a chance, absolutely. I mean, you know, Lorentz had a brilliant first season for us. Um, Cock made a really good start. Yeah, I mean, if they get a run in the team together, then we could see them
0: thrive. I don't think the way we've been exposed in the games has helped them look good. You know, like today where Click was the only one chasing back um, when they're on the counter, it just doesn't, it doesn't look good. And it kind of puts them under pressure from a fan perspective because it looks like they're not performing. But they are quality players. They're quality players. And and if we start playing well, it'll it'll really come through. Lorente for me, is like a bit wild. Like, you never know what you're going to get with him. And he sprays some passes at players and you think, flipping heck, like, it's, it's a bit of a risky pass and it's very, very hard <laughs> for the player to control.
2: But I do think he is very good he did make a bit of a last ditch lunging tackle today that came off really nicely but equally could have been a red card on any other day as well so um you can judge whether that's class or uh, or fortune or whether you need a little bit of luck to uh, make those kind of things pay off so yeah i think i think that's a fair summary of things you talked about the final third bit and that's what Jermaine beckford was talking about today and it's, and, and and you said like that's what preseason's for, and let's get these things out of the way. We learn how to play together, and let's see. Come Wolves or come Cagliari come next week. Um, Say that again, Paul. What's the name? Cagliari. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know what division they're in? I'll tell you who knows. Google. Anyone know who they're owned by? I know who they used to be owned by. Serie B. Oh, God. Cop out. Hmm.
0: Boy no, that's wrong language, isn't it? Bellissimo. Bueno. Yeah. Okay. no, bueno.
1: but Bellissimo's fine. Top marks. Gracias.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll we'll see how ready we are when we when we come up against them. But that game I know it's totally different, shouldn't compare it, but the game that we played against um uh, just before Bielsa started, well, who was it? Palmer, I wanna say, but um might be it was mm. the Tenerife team. What was the freeze? The pre- it didn't look like it did against Stoke the week later. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. And, um, and we've looked a bit more coherent into what we think the strategy will be under Marsh in this preseason run of games. So let's see how it goes. Would anyone like to play a game? Yeah. Oh, let's have a quick game. Yeah. Quick being the right word. Let's see how it goes. We're going to play play your players right and resurrecting a game. Last seen in June 2020. I'll explain for Rocco how this game works. Basically. Explain for me. It's been ages. You, I'll explain for everyone. I'll explain for everyone. This is how this game works. I will give you the name of uh, two players and... Willem Korsen. Will not be one of them. Well, I could do, but I've I've said this fact about him. It's who played the more times for leads, And then we do it higher or lower. Like as in, higher than an ace. Okay. And you can write down how many of the appearances you think they made. We nice. can uh, get a bit of good guesswork out of that. Try get my so, bloody pen out. Get your blooming pen out. As you can hear, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled, right. thrilled these kind of things. thrilled to lose another game. I'm pumped. Right. I'll start you off. This is our... I'm going to turn a player over and this is our starting player and I'll tell you the number of appearances they made. So... I'm going to turn over Pablo Hernandez. Anyone, any of you want to guess how many games Pablo played for Leeds? 212. James? 147. Split the difference. 175. Oof. So we'll start, that's our starting point. Right, and then I'll say a range of players. We go, I'll, you can write it down first. I'll give you a moment to write it down. Then we'll say the guess. So i going to turn over another player now. And we've got Mateus Click. Is he higher or lower than Pablo Hernandez? That's a good question. That's an easy question. Higher. James, Rocco said it was easy. I'm going to say lower. Rocco, how much higher do you think he is? Because um, I'm going I'm to say clicks made 212. I'll stick to my magic number. Well, it was higher, but he's made 179. So he's played four times more oh. than, than Pablo <laughs> did. So uh... Didn't he play 200 games in a row though? That's what I had in my head. No, no, he did not. Okay. All right. So um, I'll get, let, let's do another easy one then. Let's hope it throws out an easy one this time. Let's turn over the card. We have got, I've got an Alioski. Lower. Lower. You are correct. How much lower? I would say 130. 165. You're close. 171 times he played for Leeds, 22 yeah. goals. Not bad is it? I, I wrote down 171. Can you see liar? I
0: did I swear Dan. No he's not. He's showing us back out it. Can you see that? I changed it to a six, and no, I don't no. remember what I said.:
2: No, anyway. So you're he showing did. us something that you changed and uh, okay, great.: Right. Okay, let's uh, change again. Uh, we've got Jack Harrison. someone's
0: phones buzzing. I'm not doing that thing. It's uh, Jack Harrison, his agent.
2: He's trying to get a move to Newcastle. Jack Harrison. High yeah. hi roll, over than Alioski.
0: Uh, I'm going to say higher.
2: I'm going to say higher. 182. 172. Oh, you're both wrong. Oh, you think... So 166. Six. That, that's annoying. That is annoying. Right. Last one, and then I'll save some more for next week. Let's turn over this last card. And I think Rocco's winning by one, so if James, you you need this to level up. If you level up, I'll I'll do a bonus one. Let's turn it over. Who have we got? Ooh, Gaetano Barardi. Higher or lower than a Jack Harrison? I'm going lower. I'm going lower. 132. You know that by going the same as him, (laughs) it means that... Anyways, you're both right. It's lower. 157. So it was close so uh, thank you for playing play your
0: players right thanks for hosting it Paul very very good very, I'm, I am entertained my enthusiasm you can hear it I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight that's
2: so riveting I feel like self-depreciating your own product like this isn't <laughs> particularly uh, conducive to I don't know I'm trying to say it nicely any sort of success enthusiasm enth- the listenership I don't think your dad and your sister are going to be impressed by your attitude, basically. Poor form, (laughs) end of term report, poor. Anyway, I shouldn't bother with that now. Switch off from that nonsense for a while. Right, so thank you for uh, your thoughts and your positivity this week, both of you.
0: Rocco wasn't positive, was he? I tried my
2: best. (laughs) If that was your best.
0: I'll bring it next week. Rocko, j- just to mention this, Rocco always wears his training top to these, and I, and I like that. I'm just waiting for the new training top to come out. That's what I want.
2: Yeah, me too. I'm a, like, I, I like to buy it when it goes on offer, but then you only get a few weeks worth of wear before there's another one. So it's, like, it's a bit like with FIFA, you need to buy it either right at the start and go for it and think I'm going to get my value and it'll cost that much throughout the year, or you do what I do and then it's worth nothing for f- a few weeks.
0: I use, I've used the training top as a justification for being quite happy that I'm not a professional footballer because you don't have to wear the version that has Astonish on it, do you?
2: You can buy it without it. <laughs>
0: nice, clean, dark, deep blue, lovely
2: stuff. bad point, I'm chuffed none of us are professional footballers as well. <laughs> have a lovely week and we will be back soon. Podcast Network.